Hello you lovely people. Welcome to our podcast Six Years Aside. Where my sister and I more than anything else plan to catch up on a weekly basis and talk about things that matter to us the most or so we would like to believe. We have both lived better part of our adult lives in different cities which have often resulted in disconnects for longer periods of time without talking or chatting with each other. Recently, due to our constant conversations, that has improved. And since we have seen the power of conversations in bringing us closer and being aware of each other's thoughts, especially during adulting, we thought we would have them more frequently and over a podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Mikhail. Hi, I'm Sana, and we are keeping our six years aside. This episode reminds me by of the merry-go-round route I took in India to only land back in my own state, Maharashtra. You know, although your journey was quite organic, right? Shaping between the cities of like Mumbai, Pune, um, later Delhi as well, but mostly in the vicinity. Can you tell us about that? So, for our listeners who are listening to this episode. we're going to be talking about staying in different cities of india after we stepped out of the house and how yeah. the journey has been um well i remember i was a teenager i think like you know just passed out of class 12 i think i was mm. probably 17 18 years of age and then uh there was an opportunity for me to go and study in pune and i was like as excited as nervous about staying away from home mm. uh, and uh, i think i was i was uh, nervous but i was also like you know i think again like i keep bringing this point up maybe like you know as a guy you expected to like go out and conquer the world and win battles and stuff so i was like yeah of course i have to probably go out so i never i never gave it two thoughts about like is it difficult or mm. not but uh, okay. once i reached pune and that the college that i did my graduation from uh, yeah. and, I, and i saw the people coming in from different parts of india uh, mm. you know the bigger cities like bombay bangalore delhi mm. i think that is when i really started feeling like uh, the first two years I, i i really felt like oh i was like maybe out of place and away from the security of home and not just mm. home but also like our school which was like so protective in so many aspects of it so okay uh yeah i think i think i mean uh, th- that's the first that's the most earliest part that i remember of like stepping out you know like like calling back home and my like telling <laughs> mom that no day was fine even though when you know there are days when uh the classes haven't gone well or okay uh earliest memories of like going to the mess and maybe you know not knowing anyone over there having no friends and just like sitting mm-hmm. on some random table with some random people who eventually mm-hmm. end up becoming friends or or not whatever mm-hmm. so things like those did you I take to the was... food over there how Sorry? was how was the food bit also the thing is i i was i mean this first place that i i moved to i mean which is pune and the place where i was studying they they had mm-hmm. a international school on the same campus where yeah. we had our uh, design college so the food was like very like it wasn't like uh spicy and tasty and stuff but it was very healthy and the place that we went to eat had like these 
like beautiful buffets laid out and some fancy you could share it topics. with the international school yeah 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 because wow. i was in the second batch so you know they didn't we didn't have our own stuff so we were sharing Achoo. their stuff so mm-hmm. uh, food was well very prim and proper these people standing over there wearing like head caps and like serving not serving okay. yeah but yeah buffets was people standing behind with spoons and serving food to us and then there were dining tables and we would go sit on them and then glasses and you would fill water and then you would get multiple servings of some of the things you yeah. had to fight for it but but it was very organized very prim and proper is what i remember right. and uh, some of the other things i remember are like uh, because my my college was on the outskirts mm. uh, going to the city of pune meant like using this shared transport which was like this Uh, tuk tuk or six seater or chakla whatever and you know hopping onto that and going and that was quite a leveling field in terms of there were people who were like coming from very affluent backgrounds and stuff but if they didn't have a their own personal mode of transport everyone had to yeah. get onto that yeah so that was a, that was a slightly different perspective where it felt like common uh, place of boarding i think yeah like it doesn't matter what you did or you had to take a bus but i don't think we we ventured into the bus so early acha uh, the other thing also i remember is like coming and going back home used to be like uh a journey in itself it was like i used to take this one seni bus which was like you know like a non ac i still remember it was a 5 bus ticket uh which we used to get right outside our, our house uh okay. from from ca road and it used to take me to pune after 16 hours and by the time i would reach like you know i i and the upholstery of the seat that i was sitting on would probably huh. become like one piece like I, i was a part of it and it was a part of me i used to be crazy and that would also drop me somewhere in pune and from there to pick your mm. bags and then go to hadapsar and then ahead of it to loni kalbur okay. where my college was yeah was like do you think uh, the route is still the same right now like it's that complicated it is it is because uh, there is no other way to probably reach there i mean unless you're taking a train oh that was also interesting one so if you huh. take a train loni kalbur had a station so you had to jump off at that station because the train might slow down for a minute or two but it wasn't a designated station so mm. So yeah I mean I think I think that's the earliest part of like getting out of the house and coming and going and the 16 hours journey one way mm. and then when I would leave back you know I would be like oh my god I'm going back over there again by myself and probably mummy mm. would come to see me off and I'll be like do I have to really do this in my head yeah. but I would always put up a brave face and then go ahead so yeah you became very like lean and um, <clears throat> agile really? in that phase I don't remember. Maybe I was just like malnourished and not eating the right kind of food. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot of footwork for your projects. I mean, I always used to look up, uh, you know, what's really? happening. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, shopping also. Uh, I remember you went to factories and workshops. To yeah, learn the craft. Part of the, it was all a part of the education mm-hmm. process. So, uh, yeah, we had to go to traveling the came hand. I mean, became your second nature, I think. probably because you know i mean as a designer you're always working with like other people and stuff which meant like maybe some of these things that you're mentioning right and i mean so these are my earliest memories of stepping out of the house how about for you like what was it when you went to like uh, i think bangalore to study right and you were you were like slightly you went after you finishing your graduation from nagpur so i think that would be mm-hmm. interesting to see like i went when i was like 16 17 you went probably time you were like close to 20 maybe Mm, yeah so for me um my uh stepping out was later than yours uh, like yours was undergrad mine was postgrad mm. but nevertheless it had to come because um, i was impatient to explore the world 
so um you know um it was not a very typical choice of being around my city nagpur to be close by you know your priorities were different and mine was certainly <clears throat> so you know yeah. choose i chose bangalore as like a better notion of education mm-hmm. which is kind of talked about in my friend circle maybe also my teachers would talk about it as a okay. college there are professors so that was kind of a benchmark set around and no matter how no matter how expensive the city was or unknown for its regional language to me like kannada mm-hmm. i managed a decent sustenance even while being cash strapped with a couple of thousand rupees to live by whereas some would just have a great pocket money um you know budget um, yeah. to go for like people would maybe come to just have a nice vacation you know <laughs> in a post grad school mm. you know uh, just taking a break so okay. um but i remember my traveling was tedious in buses you know but i never even took a bus in nagpur but there it was like the most economical way and there were like these ac buses also there is a lot of variety okay. to choose from and was so adventurous i love walking so more adventure while walking long lanes in the city mm-hmm. and clean and green so it had a different um you know refreshing experience especially okay. at my college you know so my college was this great shooting locale for someone in yeah. the entertainment industry yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and no one would second guess that vacation vibe you know uh, which iignm held in the lap of pristine nature oh, that's interesting you know? i never i never thought about it that way but that's a common commonality between your and my campus which were on the outskirts exactly you had like an artificial lake right i heard no we had a river flowing next to us <laughs> nothing nothing artificial a real river flowing next to and the uh, other other thing which you also mentioned was uh, which which again just i just remembered was like you chose bangalore and i yeah. consciously uh, didn't go to bangalore so i got into hmm. a design school in bangalore also but i think right. i'd gone to give my entrance exam for it and by the time i had reached that college only i had felt so exasperated and tired and stuff so you know right. it was a much better college probably or or it was i think it was around for a longer period of time i decided to go mm. to this one because i thought this is closer to home and pune right. and nagpur is like more easier to do and stuff right so just remember right now very interesting how you chose one thing the same thing which i rejected in a way yeah because i remember from your experience that you had to travel on a two wheeler and two wheeler experiences in a city like bangalore where the long distance is um never preferable so even for myself if i would have to travel somewhere i would not hop on someone's two wheeler so i even auto would work for me okay. you know so experiences would tell you a lot and even like the uh, mode of communication or i mean the language of communication there's mm-hmm. a lot of um, i mean and then also your personal experiences with the natives so some people actually warn you a lot before you uh, come to the city to do anything but then you uh-huh. have to experience for myself and that has been my philosophy so the right. bonus to this life um i quite distant from the native town was like um being away from the city even in bangalore i did not live the luxurious life in the city but uh, i was away from it and it was intentionally blended with the city to make sense uh-huh. of the rural and urban reporting you know okay uh which was uh, kind of nice because imagine if you're studying in the best j schools and they don't give you that perspective you you feel you might be missing out on something and they, they did justice over there it's just Sometimes like our hospitals are, hospitals are there who are in the outskirts because people come from the local 
places over there you get to like really mm. work with the with with like things which are very real in terms of issues and stuff i think similarly for journalism also yeah. you get to cover like really grassroots level stuff rather than just city level stuff probably that yeah. Helps, right yeah no but can you imagine there was a police station over there thankfully like there was there was the crime rate um um i mean it's not like the rural people are de- de- detached from the realities of city life but yeah i think um, maybe a hospital would be tough to find okay. in rural area so mm. yeah but was there one around your campus or no uh i hospital yeah it it was still distant you know it would me- mean traveling to another area which was adjoining but still another area so okay. to travel between two areas it would mean one hour of commute wow <laughs> that's why people are super selective and detached in terms of traveling mm. but i'm filled with gratitude for those simple annas uh, so i'm going to explain these um, kannada mm. terms to you anna is a brother and okay. akka is an elder uh-huh. sister these annas okay. and akkas would be the kindest people around the college uh, if you stumble upon a grocery store or mm. when i did my story uh, you know rep- uh, the reporting bit i met sources who okay. would just ask me about if i had food in my okay. most grueling schedule in right. canada saying uta aita uta aita means did you have food it doesn't sound canada sounds very really like some uh, <laughs> the way you say it try saying it in a little more local way uta aita उटा and even in french kamta so yeah a lot of similarities there now being a cosmos city food wasn't a big deal you know as college took care of various cuisines north indian okay. south indian everything but okay. you know i am a south indian um, food enthusiast you love so, eating yeah you love eating yeah so my my go to dish and i love waking up to such treats understood yeah so can you tell us a little about your timeline where were you there mm. so i think around this time probably when you were in uh, bangalore a little like it could be a little ahead of before mm. before of this uh, after tell i finished my off. graduation after i finished my graduation uh, which was in 2012 mm. uh, i moved to like the first I did a couple of smaller gigs, but my first gig took me to Hyderabad. Uh, right. And again, my reasons of going there were very interesting. I've been a person who's like, you know, mm-hmm. always tried to balance like my life choices mm. with like career choices and stuff. So that time, there was a friend of mine who was very good school friend of mine who was staying yeah. in Hyderabad, and mm. uh, Hyderabad is also close to Nagpur. and also there was a field of work which was very in its nascent years in india and all of these things i was just like oh i think this is good enough to explore and i was just like uh, i was like okay you i'm going to all, all by yourself about this new field no again through a friend of mine okay uh, 
so this is basically a ui ui which is this new field which is just coming in when you do a kind of a thing and that's uh, good to catch yeah i was just like okay let me explore this i've done some other uh, parts of it and uh, i remember still like i reached hyderabad and i told that friend like i i we we what is so damn exciting we got a house to ourselves and like bhk and he had one room i had one room we had a yeah. one big hall with no furniture but we were like so oh, idealistic we got some gaddas the whole total rent was just about like some 15000 not in 15 13000 so it was like 6 and a half 6 and a half or 7000 7000 per person and so it was low because of the area you lived in he was low for a couple of reasons a hyderabad itself as a city was not uh, the most uh, mm, populous or commercial city that time also and the area and then yeah we were smart about trying to figure out a house which was slightly cheaper there were by the way there were way more cheaper houses was slightly <laughs> unbelievable uh, and i told my friend like okay i one of my major motivations to move over here is because you are here and he's like what crap it's like as a concept matlab you decide because best work opportunity and stuff and i was like no but i haven't like i haven't been with you for a while so it would be great for me to spend some time with you mm. um plus all of these things right like uh, some of the things which i said like the affordability and and everyone knows the food is amazing in hyderabad yes and uh, uh and the place also whom i joined was a small design studio back in the day it was small now it's like pretty big and stuff uh hmm. and they were trying to figure out some so very humble people loved the 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 local people who were there a part of my team very soft spoken with their okay. own eccentricities in the sense like no matter if someone died or if someone's birthday was hmm. there in hyderabad hmm. there was only one way to uh either celebrate it or mourn it which is basically like order biryani uh, <laughs> so biryani used to be like staples in like parties acha uh, in terms of functions like i remember that part and did you ever get bored of it i didn't used to eat that so much because then also like the whole of hyderabad was that time you know it's like telangana and hyderabad but but like yeah. andhra is also divided into three parts so uh, one is the 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 the, the nizam and the all this um, muslim kind of hmm. flavor to it but then there is also the coastal andhra which has different food cuisines and stuff spicy. yeah that's the rayalaseema part so that's the third part which is rayalaseema Uh-huh. kind of an area so that has like the extremely spicy and very uh, uh gritty and hard food which will give you a lot of energy and stuff okay. so i would i would also enjoy those kind of stuff so i remember like i started eating uh some kerala food also there was one kerala joint also over there so eating a little flavors from down south and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, and and then and there was the old part of hyderabad right so it was it became like any person who came down to the city like i remember mom came once uh-huh. and i was like okay I'll go take you to Charminar. From Charminar, we'll go to Chowmahala Palace, mm. which uh, is like a hidden jewel. Like not a lot of people know about it. Everyone just knows the Faluknama Palace. Yeah. And other things, but if someone has to go to Hyderabad, mm. they should definitely go to the Chowmahala Palace over there. And yeah. uh, and then these days, I used to use the bus. The bus was not. Mm. I'd used bus before in Bombay, which was yeah. in my smaller gigs, and that was like way chaotic and stuff. Here was slightly better. Okay. Uh, So you know, Did you have options buses. over here in terms of buses. Option, yeah, of course, there were AC buses. So the bus system in in uh, Hyderabad was pretty good. I, mean, I think it's still pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think it's the south system my, itself, maybe. I think so. Yeah, even Karnataka, it's pretty good, right? Yes. Yeah, and then eventually my boss felt like very like generous towards me. So he said, "Oh, <laughs> I have a bike lying in my house, used by <laughs> this person. So you are the keys." And I was just like. Oh my god really like wow like he's just giving me a bike like that <laughs> and uh, you know maybe i haven't said it to him in so many words but uh, 
that was one of the most sweetest and generous things someone's done for me just like giving me a bike key and said like hey this is the bike use it and i used it yeah. for a good i think one year probably yeah and you one never the bike person so i've never seen you do it yeah 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 i was like it, it really like changed a lot of things for me over there and uh, did you catch up on any uh, you know like the regional language telugu yeah little little like i remember oh this is an interesting one we kept a maid and that maid came one day and she just said like bhaiya ghar pe pappu khatam ho gaya and i'm like pappu khatam ho gaya it's like pappu matlab and apparently in telugu pappu means uh, dal dal so, yeah so there okay. are just like how you have moong dal urad dal huh, etc huh. they just have like this pappu that pappu hmm. and the that was there or for example if you want little little you would say kuncham 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 so i would keep keep picking up small some of these phrases are you saying kuncham or kuncham 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 not not kuncham okay. kuncham yeah mm. so yeah I, i think those two years roughly you no know, one one and a half year two years was pretty good so i was like really young so i think when you are young you can just be like very open to a lot of things if you want yes. to or you can be like every first is like so, unique and grand and we hold it with such um, you know pride mm and then and i mean you know from there uh uh like one work opportunity just like introduced me to go to delhi and was mm-hmm. an, almost like over a weekend someone like one of my okay. officer like hey this is this project coming up can you go for it and it was okay. a big company it was a big brand and name and i was just like wow like really i'm not even sure if i'm ready for it mm-hmm. but uh, i know with like high risk comes high rewards so i was yeah. like sure let me do that and then all of a sudden from the comfort of this uh, you know mm. close to maharashtra uh, <laughs> was forgotten mughlai food in mughlai food cuisine comfort i was like placed into like you know i just moved to this place called gurgaon yeah uh, so are they connected uh, these experiences as in you mentioned that you went to the delhi project yeah so it was through my this organization only that oh, okay. the hyderabad the, the place i got an opportunity and all of a sudden i was lying there in gurgaon <laughs> and uh, okay. what gave me what gave me slight comfort was that you know in one of my previous like my first job right out of college which was not a job it was more like a mm. project basis like a mm. two month thing i'd actually stayed in delhi right um, right and i was in south delhi that time i was staying with a bunch of my college juniors and mm. uh sharing a flat and i was like yeah yeah i think i can handle delhi uh and mm. gurgaon basis upon that but mm. gurgaon was such a different ball game compared to delhi you know it was sure. uh it was the winter so i moved in november it was the winters there was fog you couldn't see beyond a certain thing you had to wear the right kind of clothing uh and i used to stay in old so gurgaon is basically divided into two parts in the sense okay. like there's a main uh, highway which runs in the center and on mm-hmm. one side there is like you know sectors which are the older part of gurgaon so like okay. sector 14 sector uh i think 21 23 mm-hmm. etc all of these and then on the left side of the highway is basically your cyber hub and you have dlf this and dlf that and it was all mm. like high rises and this kind of stuff so over Super there you would feel like yeah over <laughs> there you would feel like there are like buffaloes and cows and carts <laughs> and people having hookah in the in the winters to keep themselves warm and yeah. i remember in the morning i would just see like this rail of people in the fog you could just see like a line of people just going into that entire industrial area mm-hmm. for their jobs and it felt like zombie land to me you know mm-hmm. i used to take a six seater that type 
also to go okay. i was put up in a shared accommodation which was like there are big mansions bungalows okay ridiculously big okay uh, which are called kothis like people call them hmm. kothi mere so where are they the do they surround the cyber hub yeah like on the other side of the road okay so there are so basically the whole of gurgaon is divided into sectors some of the sectors are like developed and stuff and some of the ones are like uh, a, a little non so developed and stuff so uh, it's like pick and choose so you can see the flavors depending upon where you go and sometimes mm-hmm. on the highway also if you take a wrong turn if you take one of the by lanes all of a sudden you will land up in areas which just feel like frozen in time kind of things right i might be exaggerating it a little but that was my uh and yeah thing when i was first landed over there And, lack of uh, planning maybe uh either planning familiarity which i don't know the way the people would talk over there would be different they would be extremely warm but in a very different way unlike what you would see in maharashtra so they would be like loud and boisterous and uh i agree uh, and then the winter also made them probably like that i think uh hmm. and and i think well, even even if the city does not care you the winter in north can definitely uh, do the work You know, so one yeah, must I mean, be aware of the, the north and winters. Absolutely. I experienced that. Is, the, yeah, the thing is, I didn't factor any of this. I was just like, in a week, I had to pick up on the opportunity, and I went over there. And then I stayed there for like like that for about a year, and then decided to get married, and <laughs> then stayed for another six months, which was slightly better because then we took like a flat, and then that was a little better. Yeah. So Shant Log side, we were staying, which yeah. is like a little more developed and all of those things, but. Uh, Yeah, like transportation used to mean like, uh, uh, you know, in the later life. I mean, yeah, six seaters for those smaller transports. Within, if you had to go to Delhi, you would take the metro, change it to yeah. Rajiv Chowk, do some jazz, then go there. <laughs> and uh, 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 it was beautiful in the sense that we could go to like uh, the the whole. The, I mean, the Delhi part of it is like really beautiful in terms of its heritage and. Uh, it's got a history, and you could go to like right. Lodi Garden and Sabdar Jam's tomb, and all of these places. And you're like, wow! Like you really feel like history mm. there. And then there is, in contrast, Gurgaon, which is basically tons and tons of gardens named after Mr. Chautala or one of those ministers, okay. and uh, uh, and just a lot of stuff under construction. So like, there's mitti everywhere. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, see, I'm talking about like 2014, 2015. Uh, right, right. Uh, when all of this, a lot of construction work was happening, and metro was mm-hmm. new and stuff. You remember But, there was this DLF project, which was, I yeah. believe, in Gurgaon. Yeah, that that the the main DLF is DLF Cyber Hub only. Okay. And then there, like, there are a lot of residential things also around called DLF this, DLF that. But mm-hmm. uh, most of Gurgaon is basically developed by. private organizations like not so yeah. much by the state of couldn't find space in delhi and they were expanding they were um, they were expanding everywhere so delhi is basically ncr which is like national capital region and then it expands in like different regions so it expands in haryana through gurgaon mm. it expands in up through i think noida and then some mm. other parts through other places but uh, yeah i mean i think you would be very like you know your perspective because you stayed in the heart of delhi uh, could say that from like my So how how was that? Whatever I've been narrating right now, how was how was Delhi versus here, Gurgaon per se? So I did not technically travel to Gurgaon, but what yeah. I hear of it um, is uh, so how was how was Delhi for you? I'm saying I'm I'm giving a contrast is, to Gurgaon. Yeah. yeah, there's a stark difference. So I um, 
enjoyed Delhi uh, just for a very brief uh, period in 2016. Um, so you know, every I mentioned in my previous episode that Delhi was not the most ideal place to be, but you know because of my guardian relatives, uh, mummy and the rest of the family yeah. had some faith yeah. over there, and they were by my side. You know, all, most I, of I the had, time. I had no faith in Delhi when you were going. I was so scared. <laughs> but I was like, uh, I was yeah, scared. and if they were not there, these guardian angels, I would not be there. So I think they were a good anchor for me. and then i also found a little um, comfort in my coolest clothes and a team at workplace you know it was okay. a, it was almost a family affair led by a couple and yeah. uh, you know people um, were kind of simple and um, down to earth which which area of delhi were you living in that was uh, actually between lajpatnagar and then jankpura so ah. my office was based in jankpura and um, i kind of made that leap uh, considering the yeah. commute yeah so uh, it, although it was short and sweet but um, you know um, it was still a place for me to like look forward to in terms of work but mm. not as um, as an environment which could uh, um, work for my health you know because i mentioned the winters were not are not the friends you want to make right um and also um living there meant a reminder of the crime rate right you know? so you used to feel that sorry did you used to have that thing like lurking lurking kind of a thing so when you play safe you uh, work in within the right hours uh, you are good but if you just um, are right. not mindful of where you are with whom right Uh, right. that is one thing you know the time is one thing and also the company so you are being my first job you know like studying is different and then working is different right when you're studying you have a college community right. work wise you're completely all by yourself no not even the workplace will take care of that so right. you have to be extremely judge- judgmental and safe to the hilt that right. you don't no one like right. can question you later that why so right. i think that entire trigger starts from there and then mm. you still i still plan to maximize my exploration with my boss second mm. come you know i um, mm. thankfully maybe i didn't have the pressure to like look after someone's needs i will mm. i have the privilege i would say that and working for a magazine publication meant a fair amount of travel uh, mm. interviewing people um, especially during business networking sessions mm. so um, you know Uh, there was a progression in terms of me opening up to opportunities um and also finding mm. what i needed so a college mm. like iignm made me live with four roommates even right. though i did not ask for it and if mm. someone asked me to maybe uh, take it up a notch i would prefer like um living by myself in a pg mode you know so there there was this nice family where i stayed mm. and i was taken care of just like a daughter So, was it I, I you just making it sound very nice was it that nice the page because i remember I mean, the, the positive so, so the, the positive like aspect was uh, oh. being like treated <laughs> like a, a good um, guest actually a paying guest right and a very um, a warm one yeah. Yeah. a warm uh, favor i i think i think like you know we we both of us have taken these tough calls in terms of in order to be economic about our stays and stuff mm-hmm. not pick the most lavish of places and stay right. over there <laughs> but as i remember people would be like oh we have to do this and and i feel really like 
now that we speak about it i feel very proud of the fact that in spite of you being a girl and in delhi you didn't stay by yourself and in an expensive place also that was a two edged sword because if you were living by yourself yeah. it would not allow me always be worried about you yeah 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 but staying with a pg also means like you know adjusting with another family and stuff yeah. and again the culture there was no less than looks for me at that point you know every point you define the looks mm yeah but but amazing i mean you you did that bit of staying with yeah uh, thanks to your inputs every now and then uh, about navigating uh, uh, yeah. people a uh, new mm. situations with people actually so you know yeah. paying rent was a lesson we all <laughs> both remember of course the same of course, book of <laughs> and uh, i've been willing to learn it even with demonetization like it struck mm. us like almost like a calamity now we are in sort of a covid Mm. Uh, and it did um, push us out of our comfort zones, but mm. still it you worked in, out. You were in Delhi that time when the demand is. Yes, know. yes. Uh, <laughs> almost at the end, <laughs> it's just like yeah. people running high helter skelter. Like my notes are not valid anymore. Right. Oh, or right. is the ATM open right now? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Tough times, but uh, knowing, uh, I think maybe that helped me decide whether I wanted to be cashless. uh it mm. some some decisions lead to different ways of living so they keep coming around yeah i think on the girl safety bit i also want to add like i remember mm. after marriage when komal had moved uh in with gurgaon there were some of these similar things like the office the most funniest mm. not funniest <laughs> actually but like the most funniest and alarming at the same time was like yeah. her office would be like absolutely okay for mm. her to leave her work in the middle of it but they were like you have to leave the office by like 6:30 and stuff in gurgaon uh, within yeah within daylight so that okay uh nothing untoward happens to you if suppose you have to stay back so they would probably say like mm. uh, uh it's okay you know you can do this tomorrow no problem but i think you should how nice like you should stretch it by a little but don't overstretch it i had not happened to me in delhi i was sitting till 2 am working on the magazine uh, review yeah, and yeah. publication but all, but also the thing is delhi is like is like you know like like especially your area and stuff again i'm assuming but because Probably, they're old yeah. they they're like older parts of the city and stuff they're more congested there more people around etc etc well gurgaon was like totally devoid of life post office yeah. hours like there were certain areas where once the office is shut you would practically not find anything you wouldn't find a mode of transport the roads were so wide you wouldn't know how to go back to your home and not probably find a living soul on the road so mm. the, the plus the winter can you imagine like like when they say mm. in game so of are you saying it's a winter scene altogether which makes one one dread it altogether it it adds to the uh, dread to the atmosphere definitely because uh, okay. like i was just saying you know like in, if like if you were a game of thrones fan or if you at least know have some <laughs> context to it over there they just keep saying winter is coming winter is coming <laughs> and in gurgaon actually or uh, delhi also once yeah. the winter comes in uh your just visibility reduces with visibility reducing you just start feeling even more uh unsafe or yes. uh, i mean it's a very beautiful time also of the year in terms of weather Mm. but like you said like your skin's dry you're just feeling like sleeping and snuggling in so mm. all of those factors played together and that those were the months mm. where we were there we were from jan till say about june july so we yeah. we got a good bunch of winter coming in over there mm. you would not believe even when in delhi the most uh, inhabitable areas like jangpura um mm. i'm walking on the narrowest lanes in a community and there's so much fog that i'm just like is it the cracker or is it the winter mm. 
um and it's a broad, well lit lane but still uh, that kind of uh, at, at, you feel uneasy you know it's mm. it's uh, just a empty lane uh, you know at 9 pm and mm. you, you're not great because maybe we don't come from north so we feel different right course, and even delhiites would not complain so much about the breathing problem as we would of course but the, i, I think course. we know i mean that's changed, that's challenge. changed a lot now now everyone complains about it but yeah sure <laughs> i agree with what you're saying uh, yeah and then from there you probably moved to bangalore then right yes i can discuss bangalore this way in phase 2 so phase 1 was my college um, which is broken up by the delhi experience one year and now i come to bangalore at a stretch of 2017 to 2019 okay. um so this one i would like to talk about as the most volatile patch of my housing story okay. you know where where i had to move uh, you know all the time with different jobs with uh-huh. different accommodation styles almost right. as if i was in some kind of reality show being told yeah. to like try out all the types available all the different ways yeah you could probably <laughs> do a show on housing in bangalore uh yeah like seriously i mean when i think of it i just laugh at it and when in indra uh, so there was this um, really nice place i kind of uh, want to remember in my memories indranagar so mm-hmm. having a, being in a pg in indranagar was i mean you would be like why pg why not have a nice flat you know having flats in the best areas is not always possible it could be just mm-hmm. lucky you could get lucky mm-hmm. and it's one oh, of this the was, this areas. was the this was the one which i was able to figure yeah, out because yeah. one of my friends was staying there yeah. right uh, credit goes to you so um i found the most interesting people to hang out with as compared to my flat days you know in white fields mm-hmm. i mean do not want to compare the area so much but just imagine like pg and then a flat and then i still have such remarks to make so sometimes okay. the best can happen in the most limited spaces where you might think your freedom is stifled mm so um and then obviously we talk about the most stereotyped aspect is the traffic but uh-huh. just imagine traffic and traveling they would be such good buddies right and traveling in this horrendous <laughs> traffic bone city was also mm. a solace for me like okay. pause and relax like mm. maybe i got my me time over there i mean you know okay. when you start looking at the better things of life or uh, maybe just looking around uh, but in heat yeah you'd feel like oh my god i'm just sweating so much if you were in mumbai right. <laughs> what is this bad right. school so just like a ride long long ride understand so i was good with like the auto and cab commutes i mean people would just feel really like sana in an auto i mean mm. an auto comes very much from the nagpur situation uh, autos have been right. go to rides right uh, i think it just has a sense of familiarity and cabs were like more comfortable for longer rides you know it could be too right. hard um not tedious but just long and you'd be like okay i hope i make it in time for the event that yeah. that's all what's in the that mind. event that event mostly being uh, your flight whenever <laughs> i remember how how early you would probably need for them no flights is fine but work you know i know i know i was i was i was just fooling around i know on a normal day basis also for your work you were like every day like i hope i reach it yeah <laughs> yeah imagine waking up 2 hours early to even just make to the workplace i've made some blunders and some decisions of uh, like choosing my accommodations wrong but yeah. uh, never a bus you know like in college days bus just worked for the economy but then uh, with certain self uh, set of income 
it right. was just unmanageable with extreme time management and stress as a burden mm-hmm. to the existing work chunk i would never consider it as an option in my checklist so right. uh, all in all from my office to french network i had mm-hmm. my share of productivity in bangalore okay Okay. and uh, bangalore has this great music scene so i mm. the best of the music therapy sessions uh, mm. they're not therapy sessions but they should be um, in best cafes i want to recommend to you, uh, b flat bar for okay. jazz uh, music yeah i rem- i remember i remember you mentioning them and i'm probably like recording some stuff for them also reviewing it i guess when you were there mm, yes mm. and can get nice. get better actually you know um so hopefully nice. covid uh you know gives back everyone what right. we, what they right. used to do back there uh, let's so, hope so yeah <laughs> what about yeah. you where's your next place yeah and before i get to the next place uh, the story of that next place is quite is, is also interesting so yeah i think I, i spoke about like delhi and gurgaon and you know uh, next place is uh, bombay or mumbai <laughs> as they call it now uh, which was the thing mumbai or bombay Bombay because uh, I think I was familiar with Bombay before it became Mumbai. So I think you just like stick to the things okay. uh, that you that you know before. But this was not the first stint with Bombay. Uh, I had been to Bombay before for two of my internships while mm-hmm. I was in college, and one which was like my graduation project. Yeah, and uh, uh, it was a great place to be. you know in your early twenties and stuff, uh, unmarried, mm-hmm. and you want to like go around have. uh you know friends and just socialize and all of that yeah and have be at a beach yeah and then uh yeah they never go never actually went to the beach ever <laughs> but uh while i was in delhi you know one opportunity came and it was like okay it could take you to bombay and i was like <laughs> wait a minute like married and to bombay and it's an expensive city and how do you even do this and mm-hmm. i remember like when i was as a bachelor staying over there i just used to you know mm. stay in a like pay for one bed which is not even a bed was just like a gadda gadda on the floor for like some 6500 bucks or something like that how much like 6500 rupees okay which was in a 2 bhk with the everyone was paying that much in the whole flat rent there was like some eight people so it was like about 40 50k rent for a 2 bhk or 2 2 and a half bhk or something okay and i remember like how we stayed i was like is this the kind of life i'm going to live now maybe i don't know what is this but then again just took the opportunity came to bombay uh so how do you put your finding, head around like a new i mean a more comfortable accommodation uh again i had a set budget and i started looking for houses within it hmm. uh and i bumped that rent price from what i was paying in delhi to about uh you know another 10k just for bombay and i was still not able to find anything good in bombay can you imagine yeah uh and the thing is also when you are like paying low premiums you start mm. seeing a certain flavor of the society a lot more uh so finding houses if you were wanting to pay less brought some ugly parts of uh mm. housing and renting in your face yeah. and you and maybe the type of landlords also probably so and you were like oh like if you would tell those stories to other people people are like no what are you saying these kind of things don't happen in bombay but the thing is you know it's you can't basically paint anything with a with a broad brush stroke like mm. uh, the most progressive of stuff happens in the most regressive of 
environments and the most regressive of things happen in the most progressive environment so it all depends upon your personal experience hmm. and uh, you can't totally. really generalize or categorize and say oh this doesn't happen in bombay or the whole of delhi is like this um hmm. i mean i met some of the most warmest people while i was in delhi i had some of the amazing food hospitality and yet there are hmm. episodes and stories of feeling unsafe and stuff and similarly you would feel the most like you know in bombay when we came moved in one of our earliest things used which used to be like every day after work mm-hmm. we would just like get out on the streets and walk around because no one sleeps in bombay so yeah. 2 o'clock in the night also you would feel extremely safe Is but it? absolutely and also the area that you were living in like verso uh, close to verso uh, that area is damn chill so mm. uh those things were like great but then there are other issues of of bombay you know like it's too crowded and too many people or the rents are prices are very high the mm. security amounts are very high stuff like that yeah. but uh, thanks to our area where we used to say and that's i mean stayed in bombay from around 2015 till now so it's like 5 years in that one area one house that one mm-hmm. house which we didn't even want to stay in but <laughs> uh, chance chance instance led us to be there and then every couple yeah. of years we thought probably we would move out but uh the, you know that place had some kind of a barkat in it if i would say yeah yeah so we were just like maybe everything good that's happening is because of the place and place is now a part mm-hmm. of us and if we let go of it how would it yeah. look and stuff and also the landlord i'm sure you would have some great bond with him i mean i think the great kind of bonds are the ones where there are where there are like uh enough space and freedom for people to do their stuff yeah. and at the same time the other person doesn't forget that the place doesn't belong to them it belongs to another person mm-hmm. or owner and the same thing happens with relationships you know you would probably want space and freedom within the relationship but yes. you still have to respect like who is elder to you and who means what kind of value to you and stuff and if you if you play within that same thing happens with our landlord also yeah yeah uh, <laughs> uh, great 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 landlord great place to stay it's been 5 years we made some amazing yeah. new friends in bombay reconnected with some old friends from nagpur who are in bombay hmm. um, and uh, never consciously thought about moving to bombay uh, how one much year. how long has it been now one year one year one and a half okay and and how is that like you know i've, I've practically never come back to nagpur uh, yeah for me the, the longest that i've been in nagpur is like probably right now which is that i've come uh due to this covid break and stuff uh mm. has allowed me to come for diwali and extend it a little year in there uh, yeah uh, so you know so i don't know yeah uh things don't go planned as always and this was one of the stages where i had to like um wrap up and also take care of what the family priorities were um mm-hmm. having a grandmother who's not doing well and mm-hmm. you know like even while working i felt that kind of pressure building up and at that point um i felt that coming back to nagpur for some time would be better mm-hmm. and um maybe it's also like personally also like how you need some self care time and nagpur gave sure. me that opportunity to uh take care of um things that were not being dealt with properly in metros mm-hmm. Uh, mm. be it like some sort of special skin specialist or a, you know a sure. uh help, dental help thing sure yeah so i think these aspects the sooner they were sorted the better frame i would be to work again um mm. away from home and you know it's like mm. the the native place defines a lot of your lifestyle choices so some mm. things are just developed in a way that if you go away from that place which which you were mm. adapt uh, you know adjusted to and a new environment would 
mean a lot of different things even in terms of your how your bodily uh, how your body reacts to different things so, so i realized that maybe i should just understand that uh, system uh, and maybe understand what i need to do next so this uh, little back of like reflection and uh, time to like take care of myself and also take care of the family priorities mm. worked out in this period enough so that um, i could plan my life ahead you know because when i living outside so, He's just taking yeah. care of the basic stuff. Okay, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm You're back. in the moment, basically. Yeah, you uh-huh, uh-huh. But when you come back home, that. you think of a broader reality. Okay, like I was outside. I did that much. Now yeah. I'm at home. My family also needs me. So I never connected my life as my family and work together. I was so yeah. I'm so work oriented. And when I yeah, came back here, I detached myself from the like the workaholic personality and started looking at the different dimensions of life, which is also family. You know, mm. your parents are. um growing old and you know <laughs> like that old adjective did not exist in my head but yes, now right. it's becoming like the new reality to which i have to uh, accept and plan better you know right. because if you're living in the same note of my work my work my life my life then you're not right. living holistically so maybe that was just a uh, nice step back into the uh, routine of an adult Mm. one should take and you had more um, you have a better sense of <laughs> um uh, pe- people values uh, ap- I mean, apart from work you're not so deep neck deep into work that you stop thinking about all this so you have right. been doing that more often than me and i got my share of taking care mm. and um, you know handling mm. when needed as a mm. child in the house yeah um yeah. and uh, i think, I think that's, that's 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 quite amazing i mean I have to like cut you over there. It's like quite amazing to hear this part of it because I think, uh, I think there was a phase when I would thought like probably you know I would want you to probably stop step in a lot more, but you yeah. weren't there in Nagpur, and obviously if you're not in the same physical space, it becomes difficult. Yeah. And even though I was not there, I was just like, no, I should be doing this, that, etc. And then mm. I was probably like, uh, okay, let me kind of like you know take the. uh responsibility mm-hmm. over my shoulder and stuff for yeah. the interest to it uh and uh, and then you know the thing is in my head i thought like okay probably this is it's only me who will be able to do this and stuff and uh, mm. uh i never considered then you as a as a major contributor in terms but in the last one year because of certain situations that you've been in nagpur and stuff uh staying yeah. in that same physical space is kind of uh bringing you up to speed in terms of what probably uh, the needs of the family and all are and, and 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 though I still feel there's a long way in in a, in a way where I can feel like yes uh, uh yeah I I feel I like may not be an equal partaker but a yeah. partaker being a partaker absolutely I think I think I think the very fact that there is that you're aware about this and then you're sensitive and you're talking about these things definitely mm-hmm. means that there is a, a huge amount of sensitization that's happened and uh, mm. and i think if anything i should be more supportive about it and uh uh give you more time to become like you know aligned with how uh, uh responsibilities within the family are to be shared and stuff and we can still have our tips over it and uh, not be on the same page on a lot of things but as long as the bigger picture is that yeah family is important and, and we need to keep engaging with it sometimes when it is mm-hmm. most uh, uh, you know it uh, you have to put yourself on the back burner and think about the yeah. family more 
Uh, yeah, because I think sometimes you just start taking for granted or uh, things yeah. seem too obvious until reality that's again shoots you up, saying, "Hey, I'm not the same," and yeah. you have to keep reviewing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I think you've still got a sense of like, uh, once you have come back, hmm. uh, when you were staying alone, there was a certain sense of freedom and a certain sense of expression, uh, which was more <laughs> individualistic. and now that you're coming back and staying in your family in your parents house grandparents house rather uh, yeah uh, there is a mix of like uh, you know personal space versus privacy versus expression and how that is like how there are other people also who going to interact with it and how do you yeah balance those two things out you want to talk a little about that or like any realizations around that So the thing is that uh, this independence and freedom of expression was um uh took a new prominence uh in work life staying alone and define yeah. what you need in your life. Yeah. And it's the um, I it's the I mostly right and then you know, it's like <laughs> go on go on me and myself. Yeah. Um no I think it's just the life I chose for myself alone like no one had to like really tag along you know um, mm. otherwise sometimes uh, some kids actually have to take responsibility of certain other members of the family because of some right. sort of liability they have I mean right. it's a liability and it's okay I mean it it all defines everything mm. but um so the thing is that as a kid I was an introvert and maybe my independence was not uh a reality and it struck differently later on when like i come back home and i <laughs> have my ways and it can be taken mm. off as little too strong and uh, yeah there are, i mean uh, i mean people can change but mm. um if the change is uh positive and mm. uh, is not implemented in a way which does mm. not uh like trouble someone it's fine but if it's com- at complete odds with everyone's kind of nature mm. of living then mm. yeah we there are there's more to be discussed mm. but Dis- you know, discuss as, well as, dis- as well as as well as i want to complete this point that um like the freedom of expression was not missing like i had the way to choose my life my career but yeah. uh, maybe yeah like the style of living becomes mm. like a great deal mm. which can seem like um like a talking point every day maybe sure or and then sure. you know so some people realize later on that maybe this is better than what we used to live earlier so we kind of readjust to our own perception right. and some maybe we don't want to that's okay mm. uh, but you know staying together and doing all of it then like oh now you come to mumbai and see how i live i mean if it happens in different parts of the world versus mm. happening in the same house where you grew up mm. um there are different situations so when mummy would come to bangalore she would just not make so much hue and cry versus me coming back here and you know so it's a matter of state <laughs> and you're like you never used to be like that like it's yeah. just a reaction to the the environment scenario yeah the environment i think more of that otherwise the the parent would just feel be like okay this, uh, my kid has kind of is affected now by a new environment versus uh, don't bring your new environment to the old environment you know maybe right. that kind of clash could right happen. right right of course yeah yeah and i think i think when you leave a place and you go ahead you think you have changed in a lot of ways and stuff and there are new ways of living and it will also be thinking and stuff but when you go back to that old place uh, that place could still be frozen in time uh, mm. and then the owners is like 
I think pretty much on you because you moved out of that place, right? And now you're coming back, so you can't yeah. possibly come back and change. Expect everything. the same stuff. Change everything topsy turvy and be like, <laughs> I live my life like this, hence everything else around has to change. Uh, because you are there in the in a, in a temporary state. That place over there has a much bigger prominence and history and legacy and stuff like that. Yeah. And and how do you accommodate that? Uh, 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 is hmm. an interesting thing. But I think. the onus obviously lies on the individuals who have moved on and when they come back uh they should still understand like what that place holds and and that that place's value system and stuff and and i can yeah. have a bigger conversation around this probably later in the way like when people move out of india and then huh. they come back to india and then they feel like oh india is like still like that and still like this and I'm, in my head there's one narrative which is like of course it should progress and of course it should change and all mm. those things but uh but it's way easier for you to probably as an individual or as a group leave a place and go somewhere else and right. change and improvise on things and then very easy for you to come back and be like oh you guys are still in the same base because there are so many other things which are riding and moving it's like a big ship right um, huh. you can take a huh. small boat out of it and steer it and drive faster and zip on the water and stuff and you can't come back to the whole ship and be like oh you're so slow and you're still moving at this pace because it's like taking so many people mm-hmm. along with it and and it's yeah. like that you know? I'm just making some random analogy on this. No, no, I totally uh, relate to this because, like, your yeah. own voyage, you take yeah. your voyage wherever yeah, you want. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But yeah. come to I the mean, shore when you think yeah. you need some sort of kind of, you know, um, root, um, you know, kind of feeling yeah, the root. Yeah, root. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Facing yeah. the root. Back. Tree, tree as an analogy, or like you know, as a branch, you can. move into some other direction and change the direction your leaves could be a little different and stuff but the but the big trunk of the tree is still like there it's like mm-hmm. the same place grounded rooted uh, providing for a lot of other things not just that one branch on which you are probably a fruit or a leaf mm-hmm. or something like that so yeah one cannot forget one's dna so you know it's a okay. good viewpoint uh, view that that you have brought up you know uh, while we work in different cities we feel entitled to give back to our parents you know we cannot forget everything that they have done for us and they, we want to do for them and as adults unfortunately we demand more space um, mm. and realize the finality of our native houses mm. so like it becomes like oh we need we have to assert that right but we mm. also should move on to the desired mm. place of settlement it could be mm. seven seas away mm. you you don't want to exactly be in, in the same house in the same uh life that you were provided we wanted mm. better so go get it mm. but living like both infancy and adulthood in the same house you know at different mm. points brings a lot mm. of perspective to living life mm. and feeling mm. content with mm. the attainable standards of happiness and belongingness in the family you know mm. so yeah i mean i mean i think i think that's a great point probably like you know Uh, look at like our entire journey of living in different places, and also the journey which lies ahead of probably staying in a bunch of new places as well. Because mm. uh, yeah, I mean we, that that's only so much of our, of life that we know about, and then there's so much ahead uh, which right. is unexplored. Like what is true family? Uh, what are our uh, yardstick mm. of happiness mm. that is to be explored? Sure, and and the place that we are going to stay in is definitely going to play a part of it because uh, <laughs> that's what brings. you know provides a, a single place for people to come together which is space or a home or a or a yeah it should it like should that. be a summer house i think mm-hmm. let's do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's let's talk more about it in the next podcast probably and with yeah. that i think probably you want to talk about uh, uh, 
a note of gratitude for this week yeah, yeah. everyone we are grateful about um, the key ca- accomplishment is i mean ordering these uh, fancy cakes um, recently mm. because of the mm. there's so many birthdays birthdays yeah. in the house mm. so I, i just feel like a businesswoman uh, kind of prioritizing different themes all the time mm. so nice. <laughs> i'm i'm a cake uh, freak so yeah i think i'm i'm glad I, this is happening nice and interesting thing of the week uh, i came mm. across an article about dimple kaparia starring mm. in a us uk spy flick um, if, i mean I've never seen her in one, so it's called Tenet. Um, okay. It's directed oh, by Nolan. Okay. Yeah, Nolan, Christopher Nolan, uh, alongside one of the A-listers, Robert Pattinson. So let's check it out soon in December. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing that film for other reasons also. I mean, because it's a Nolan film and stuff. Yeah. Um, and for me, I think the key accomplishment was like our last weekend. Uh, uh, you know, we have an annual. Uh, family trip that we normally do <laughs> we go and stay like a day like a like a night or two somewhere but due to covid that's not really happened and because having mm. grandparents with comorbidities and stuff uh, it's been even more difficult but we were still able to do a day trip to our uh, not so new new place which mm. is pinch because we always end up going for these uh, jungle yeah. trips and stuff so that was a good day and in, in that day what was also interesting was like we were able yeah. to picnic within the jungle uh, in a way yeah uh, which is the first ever for picnic me picnic was a new thing for us yeah it was super, super 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 nice spreading like these mats and lazing around and bringing pillows and food from the house and you know it was like going back in time when what holiday used to be like it wasn't like checking into resorts and people coming right. and taking your baggages and stuff so that was pretty nice and the other interesting thing that's happening is uh, there's a india australia series that's going on in which Oh. Uh, India is the 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 uniform of the Indian cricket team is like a retro uniform, so it's like okay. probably from back in the day, uh, the colors and the stuff that they're using, which probably like I've seen couple day even some okay. of these older veterans. Was it lighter blue? No, it's not. It's way darker blue. So Achha. so that's like even before the so there was a lighter blue which you weren't aware about, and then there was one which was darker which was even before. It's like the, I think the eighties, late eighties and stuff like that. Okay. So. There's a series which is just going on today morning when I was open this open the <laughs> television I saw that, and uh, yeah, that, nice. that's that's pretty interesting. Nice observation. And uh, yeah, and I think with that that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. No, a lot of traveling, thanks to you. Ah, uh, that's right. And uh, thank you everyone for listening. And Sana, do you want to add anything? Yes, would like to hear from all of you if these thoughts have crossed your mind. Do share your opinion with us on hello dot six years aside at rate of gmail dot com. But like you know, uh, once I was there, in spite mm-hmm. of figuring out that there would be better opportunities in Bangalore and stuff because of the tech city, I yeah. said no. My heart heart is here. I made a lot of mm-hmm. decisions purely based upon pragmatism and practicality. But this is one which I'll probably stick with 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 my heart. And uh, I totally give I it to you. Your instinct has a more, I think, positive vibe to it. I mean, I, I don't know. I've I've seen that your decisions make more sense than mine. Like I end up regretting my even long-term decisions in a place or with some situation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe you should listen to maybe you should listen to me more than I think. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, yeah and and uh, life has it that i'm again I've again circled back to my own state uh, mm. i'm in maharashtra uh, and mm. probably supposed to be in mumbai soon mm. so yeah. you know like um, how he wanted me to work in mumbai in the very first place also get yeah. like, some sort of internship and just make a start right and right. i was not heedful but i chose yeah. my own way and obviously every experience is rewarding Right. But, yeah, course. that was the entire route, merry-go-round route I was talking about, and you know, uh, and, and now, I think I think I was back. I just want to make this point that you know, knowing that Mumbai is the most expensive in terms of accommodation, I'm still not able to wrap my head around the living expense. I mean, the rent expense. So you know, that is I think if you can strike a right balance, just like going to the right shopping yeah. store and finding the right yeah. dress, I yeah. think it's some sort of that deal, right? If you find it, yeah. you keep it. and right. um, you live your life uh, right. with what you want so so another thing about bombay is that while the rent is high yeah everything else which is like food hmm. transport uh, they just cover clothes for uh, you have so much variety in terms of even the economic options available that yeah. people make up for it over there so you maybe pay a little high premium for that but then all the other areas yeah uh, you could you could like you know uh, make up for it over there that's another way of looking at it right two cents taken mm. and i think also like in your in your in your in your 20s i think you should definitely come and spend some time in bombay when in your 20s and if you're a bachelor because that yeah. place is the most like you can get the most out of that place with those two circumstances if i mean if that's my personal opinion i feel yeah i think you should mm. and then and then then probably now like after doing your stint in bangalore you then moved back to nagpur and then uh hmm. how did that coming about like work like for example like uh 